0: It's V-Week on ESPN as we continue Jim Balvano's fight against
1: cancer. Good day, welcome to First Take on this feel-good Friday, crewed up per usual, Lewis Riddick, remote, good to see you sir, Bart Scott here in studio Is that to that my Lewis? left, Stephen A to my right, why, what's throwing you off? I
2: don't recognize him, I can't see his sternum, that's how I identify yeah. Lewis, what's yeah. going on man, <laughs> you
3: got a cold, you got the big
2: paper rub on your chest, what's going what's on? What's going on man, you yeah. what's going
3: on bro? Hey, I'm I'm good, I'm good, hey, look, look man, you know what? That's Y'all always been trying to get on me about you. my shirts and stuff. This is, this, 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 don't, don't be mad, Bart. Look, I see you trying to do it. You don't look as good as me when you do it, but you're trying. <laughs> Steven, I
0: like the suit. It's all
3: right. I like a, the suit.
0: All right. All right. Watch your mouth, man. Watch your mouth. You know you're going to go buy this this weekend. What? You know that. You no, know that. I might yeah. have one already. That's true. That's true. All right, I give that to him. Yeah, no puppy today. He He's me up today. with that one. He might have had that already. <laughs> All
1: right, let's get into it. Let's and do You it. know where we're starting. How about them Cowboys? Their winning ways continue, taking care of business on Thursday Night Football, forty-one to thirty-five. Dallas is now nine and three, and Dak Prescott threw for two ninety-nine and three TDs. Dak, talk to me.
0: I put a lot into this game. I prepared my ass off. Uh... Got amazing coaches and players around me right now doing the exact same. So I understand nobody's opinion defines me. People can say whatever they want, but, but you know, I have the pen, I have the paper, and I'm the one writing.
1: Uh, Stephen A., are you a believer in Dallas after that win over Seattle? Because we know they're a formidable team in the NFC.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Why? Why?
0: I mean, please. Look, 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 y'all. Okay. The Dallas Cowboys are a good team. Nobody denied that, Lewis. They're a good team. But it's not like last night changed my opinion about them. Uh, excuse me, if, if we really Listen, first of all, let's cut, do a couple of things to play. They scored 40 points. I mean, no I mean, there's only been, you know, you got a couple of teams that did it twice. The Dallas Cowboys have scored over 40 points this year on five occasions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two of them damn games was against the Giants.
1: Okay, fair. One was against
0: the Rams. Another one was against the Washington Commanders. And then last night, of course, you got Seattle that has been struggling as of late. To me, what I prefer to focus on is what the hell they've been giving up? Because you see, in their three losses, I'm saying in three, I'm sorry, in their three games against tough competition, two of those losses, by the way, San Francisco, uh, Philadelphia, uh, of course, now Seattle. They've given up an average of 35 points per game. They've given up an average of over 373 yards per game. They've been anemic in the red zone as well. And so I'm looking at it from that perspective, and I'm saying, can we just calm my nerves just a little bit right here? I'll, I'll give that credit for this. Under pressure last night, okay? I'm talking about when trailing last night. He still went 13 or 18, 72% completion percentage, 125 yards, two touchdowns. I'll give him credit for that. And obviously, the Dallas Cowboys look good, but I mean, they beat a Seattle team that was struggling to score, averaging 15 and a half points per game over the previous four weeks, and you give up 35 of them last night? Well, we going to write home about this? Y'all go ahead and do it. I'm not. We'll see what happens as the competition <laughs> elevates. Yeah. Then we'll see.
2: Yeah, so far so good, right? Uh, yeah. Like they passed the test and Dak stepped up. You know, I was impressed, you know, really with Geno and how he, you know, led that offense and how they attacked some of the things schematically that was Dallas does. I impressed him until that, yeah. last, that last two drives. Well, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, guys dropping balls on him. But, you know, that, it, sometimes that's the way the cookie crumbles. You know, Dak Prescott, you know, he said at the end, you heard in there, hey, you know, he's got the pen. He's the author. You know, we just haven't seen seen him write a happy ending. And that's what we're waiting for. We don't judge the Dallas Cowboys. We've seen the Dallas Cowboys have outstanding regular seasons. Dak Prescott is going to be judged in the pressure situations. And this is just something that's preparing. We should, you know, propel them and give them confidence. But, you know, make no bones about it. We're judging them when we see them play the San Francisco 49ers. We're judging them when we see them play the Philadelphia Eagles. Listen, they have a tremendous home uh, record, 14-0 and um, at home in their last games. You know, let's see what happens if they don't win the division. They have to go on the road, right? So, you know, th- that's when we're going to judge Dak and see if he's arrived. He set himself up. If he's able to run the table and get the best record in the NFC, Um, to be able to be the MVP of the league because of the competition and the quarterbacks on the other sideline that we're going to have to uh, judge him against. Now, make no bones about it. It was two good quarterbacks um, on the field yesterday, but Dak was the A side. Now, when he goes against some of these other opponents, he's going to be the B side. Let's see if he can elevate his play when the quarterback on the other side is a better player than him.
1: Lewis, where are you? Is the jury still out?
3: Mm. Yeah, it's still out, Molly, as far as where Dallas is ultimately going to stack up. But, look, I, I don't know if I'd necessarily agree with Dak being the B-side to any quarterback that he plays against right now. Because when, you're talk, when you just measure him up, advanced metric for advanced metric across the board, Bart, he's taking a back seat to nobody. Nobody. That. In any category whatsoever. He's just not. Now, look, if you want to say, look, you know, QBR is supposed to measure in and factor in you know, quality of the opponent. Look, Dak Prescott right now, when you're talking about QBR in the pocket versus the Blitz uh, versus a four-man rush on third down, it doesn't matter. The guy is at the top of the league. He's playing the game at a very, very high level. I have no doubts about him as it stands right now. I, I agree with everyone, though, that it's going to come down to the biggest moments. That means the playoffs. That means when it's single elimination. And we understand that. And if he falters then, then all the old conversation will come right back. It doesn't matter what he did during the regular season. But we haven't gotten there yet. But right now, I'm a believer in him. And he's doing this with a running game that right now is struggling to crack four yards per carry. Despite the fact that they have one of the best offensive lines in football in terms of run block win rate. So that tells me it's going to be on him. It's going to be on him as this season winds down and once we get on into the playoffs. And Stephen A, I'm with you in what you were alluding to as far as this defense. The defense is showing cracks. The defense is showing major cracks. They have to play a certain style, which is we got to be ahead, we've got to have you behind the chains all the time, and then we can just tee off. Because if it's even up, if it's a one-score game and you're going up against a team that can run the football... Dallas right now is a little bit in trouble, and even when you can pass, and even when you do have to pass, if you can protect it just a little bit more than 2.5 seconds, you can bludgeon this football team in the middle of the field, which is why they need to go ahead and get Darius Leonard right now, and Deron Bland showed you there are certain things that I'm going to struggle with if you put a number one wide receiver on me. Namely, if I get up on the line of scrimmage, we don't get to the quarterback, and that guy beats me at the line of scrimmage, I'm having some problems. D.K. Metcalf showed you that last night. Richard Sherman tipped it off before the game even started. That Seattle felt very confident going into that football game because there were certain people that they had targeted that they were going to try and exploit. And I'll be damned if they didn't do it to a T, over and over and over again. So, look, I like Dallas. Yeah. I think they have to win a certain way. Right. I don't believe Dak will be the problem. The defense to me right now mm-hmm. has me a little concerned.
0: Okay, first of all, you know what? See, I don't like that. Um. A little concerned. You know, you are a boy. You are a bit more concerned than a little bit. Top that nonsense. OK, when I brought up Philly, Seattle, San Francisco, I forgot to mention that 56 percent of third down converges have been completed against the Dallas Cowboys. Eleven, ter- 11 touchdowns and 13 opportunities that defense has allowed. Those are the three supposed tough games that they play, because we know that Dallas has one of the e- had one of the easiest schedules uh, up to this point. Pretty much playing last place teams on a weekly mm-hmm. basis. I think they're the only team in the NFL history that I think had four bye weeks, I'm crying out loud. That's what <laughs> it's tantamount to, okay? So we got to understand that, okay? <laughs> now we transition that, and we go to this right now. You're talking about Dallas coming into the game last night. Mm-hmm. Third in the league in total defense. Fourth in scoring defense, right? That would seem to be impressive, wouldn't you say? But check this out, y'all. 35 Mm. points allowed, second most allowed this season. 406 total yards, second allowed, second most allowed this season by them. 9 of 14 on third downs last night. This is what the Dallas Cowboys defense allowed. Four TDs and five red zone opportunities. This is what we're talking about here. And, oh, by the way, nine penalties for 127 yards. Oh, by the way, seven Mm. penalties for 107 yards in the second quarter. Now, let me ask you this. Is that going to be Philly? Is that going to be San Francisco? Hell, is that going to be Detroit? I'm just asking. Because remember, Detroit would win the NFC North. Mm -hmm. So, if my calculations are correct, wouldn't Dallas be on the road if they had to go up against them in Detroit? I believe that would be the case. I'm just saying, when we see this kind of stuff here, can we pump the braces just a touch? Just a touch. I'm sure Dallas, Dallas
2: Cowboy fans won't do it, but they can't say I didn't tell them to. I mean, wh- And that's all I'm doing. I mean, wh- what a great opportunity for Dallas, right? <laughs> and what a great opportunity for Dak Prescott to exercise all those demons. We used to have this same conversation about Peyton Manning, his regular season. Now, Dak hasn't won an MVP or anything like that, but we used to have the same thing. You're judged on what you do in the postseason. You make your name in the regular season. You make your fame in the postseason. And Dak's going to have an opportunity. He's come up short, but it doesn't mean that he can't overcome. I wouldn't be surprised if they go to the Super Bowl, but I wouldn't be surprised if they lose in the first round. Because, listen, I think, you know, when you think yeah. about the top teams in NFC, I put Dallas, Philadelphia, and San Francisco at the top. Then I go to the next tier, and that's when I start to add, you know, uh, the Detroit's of the world, and, you know, I kind of leave it there, right? But, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. If Dallas is going to have an opportunity, and if you they make the mistakes, and I know we're going to get into the play call, you know, going forward on, on, on third down and going for the end zone, I mean, fourth down, going for the end zone, you know, Clock management and penalties have been the Achilles Mm -hmm. heel on this team, and it didn't seem like it's gotten any better.
1: All right, so here's the deal, guys. Jury's still out for you Mm -hmm. guys, but realize they have the second-hardest remaining schedule. I want to take a look at this. And once they play some of these, if you'll feel differently. All right, they've got the Eagles at Bills, at Dolphins, Lions at Commanders. Lewis, where are you on this? How many of these do you think they can realistically win? And who do they need to beat to prove to you they're the real deal and can get something done in the playoffs?
3: Well, they definitely, need to, they definitely need to finish against Philadelphia next time at home. They need to finish. And the defense is going to need to step up. The defense is going to really need to step up up front because you know that Philly plays big boy football. Philly right now, not right now you're in Eagle season, meaning you're in offensive line, defensive line season. And I want to see... Dallas's defensive line step up against Philly's offensive line because that's how they're going to take over football games they need to go ahead and beat Buffalo they need to go ahead and do that because you know that Buffalo ultimately at some point in time in a football game is going to turn it over to Josh Allen make it into a drop back game which is exactly as long as you can handle Stephon Diggs and you can take him out and or limit some of his effectiveness that plays right into Dallas's hands. They'll, they'll handle the commanders. I'm sure they'll handle Washington. Washington right now is a a franchise that's not even in the category worth discussing when you're talking about the Dallas Cowboys. But there's no doubt that right now, the Philly game is going to really be a telltale sign as to just exactly what kind of trajectory this team is on as we move through the month of December. And that's, and then really with them, it's going to be about finishing because they had them. They had their chances on the road at Lincoln Financial. Now they get them at home. Now the red zone woes have to show that they can go ahead and be rectified. And then when they go down, and I forgot about Miami and Detroit, when they go down to Miami, it's going to be about this. You better make Miami as one-dimensional as possible as you can, which means, again, the run defense is going to be in the spotlight first and foremost because you then can turn your attention to Tyreek Hill. And you have, well, your, your attention has to be on Tyreek anyway, but you better make them one dimensional. Because if the running game is going and two is RPO game is going, you are not going to win a track meet against them. So again, you know, what this is, what this is coming down to, Molly, is this for me. The defense really for me is the question mark over the last month of the season. Cause mm-hmm. you're going up against mm-hmm. some teams that one can bludgeon you with big boy football and or take it, get after well, well, you the deep, with the downfield passing game. So you better have some
0: answers, look, man. man. Dan Quinn, look, you better look, have some look, look, answers. Look, look, Lewis Riddick, I appreciate the football brilliance. But the question <laughs> is, do you believe in the Cowboys now? I mean, don't, don't, don't try to be a <laughs> beat, okay, bro. I mean, I'm, I'm right here, Mr. Chippendale. No, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not. What's up? You believe in him? Uh, I mean, well, or yes know what? or no? He
1: no, doesn't. Wait. You don't.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you don't. Okay, have, you, can I mean, take my, you can plead play visit. See, you know what? See, I see, you know see, see, see Stephen A sitting over there just looking at me like grinning, sitting there going, look, go ahead and say it. Go ahead. You know you don't believe it. I'm going this ahead right. and say it. This I right. believe in Dak. I believe oh, my in Dak. God. I'm worried I, about this defense. So right now, right now, right now, I'd have to say, if you're going to force me into a corner, nah, I don't believe <laughs> that. <I think. laughs>
0: Okay. Ah, I, 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 know uh, I know
2: it I know it I know it I'll ask you this Leonard uh what, what if they get Shaq Leonard would you believe in him more then
3: yeah I, I think I could be swayed Bart because we talked about this they need someone to calm it down from a communication standpoint make sure people are on the right page and they didn't have that last night. look Mike is a tremendous talent I and mean, he's a tremendous talent people feed off of what he's he the does real deal. but you know this as well as I do you need a guy in the middle who when they're yep. talking to the other 10 and that button and the team is driving okay. that ball okay. down your throat he's gonna sit there and tell you what to do well can and i say, can, I interject? Can, can, no can I
0: interject can i interject because i mean I, somebody somebody gotta tell the truth somebody i mean it, it, i'm not saying you're not telling the truth because the football analysis is exceptional and i appreciate you both but somebody gotta bring it home okay <laughs> so let me be the one to do this <laughs> you know you know it, it, last time I checked,
2: mm-hmm. is
0: it Dallas in second place? Yeah. In yeah. the NFC Eagles, I think that would be correct. Cool. And the likelihood is that they're going to stay there, okay? And the Eagles, well, I don't think anybody it's got what, the Eagles. I know the Eagles could lose to San Francisco, yeah, and then they could lose to Dallas, okay? But they already got a two-game edge. They were split. At worst case scenario, yeah. they end up tied, okay? And we understand all of that and going to the last four games of the season. So my point to y'all is this. A mm-hmm. rough... If you win the division crown, you get the top seed, you get one of the top seeds. Right? The and if you are, if you don't win your division, you gotta go on the road. Yeah. And so I think it's important to point out, going to you, uh, Mr. Chippendales, uh, Dak Prescott at home, mm-hmm. 6-0. and uh, uh, 41 points per game, albeit against a bunch of last place dudes. 76.3% completion, 309 yards, passing average, 18 touchdowns, just two interceptions, 126.8 passer rating. It's beautiful. It's absolutely stunning. It's special. Congratulations. Let me get to the road. Let me get to when they go on the road. Uh, just three and three. Dips from 41 points per game to 23 points per game. Completion dips from seventy six to sixty three. Passing yards dip from three hundred nine to two thirty. Eight touchdowns, four interceptions. Passer rating dips from one twenty six to eighty eight. When he's away. From the friendly confines of AT&T Stadium. How you going to bring up all of that about Dak Prescott? Listen. And you don't mention that, Mr. Chippendale. You know what? You know what, you know what?
3: You know what's funny about you, though, Stephen? You know what's funny about you? This is what's funny. See, what? don't, you, don't I see you sometimes on TV always talking like this? Don't I always hear you saying this? It's fluid. It's fluid. <laughs> the list is fluid. Don't I hear you saying that all it's the time? Fluid. It's fluid. What Absolutely. that means is, what, okay. what that means is, things don't just stay the same based off of what you're seeing yeah. in your rearview mirror. Dak is
0: improving.
2: Okay, CD Lamb.
0: I, Lam- I got to go
1: to Bart, but I want to say this to y'all real
0: quick. Mm-hmm. I will forgive anything if y'all just go like this.
1: It's fluid. Wait, I I just want one thing. I I just want one thing on the record, really quick. So, Lewis doesn't believe in the Cowboys. It wasn't even necessarily based on the schedule because of the defense, right? right? He believes in Dak, Mm -hmm. plush moments, game on the line. Lewis is a believer. Yeah. Where are you on that? Why are you not trusting them? Is it more the defense? And you also believe in Dak?
2: Yeah, for me, I don't believe in the defense, and I think that will expose Dak Prescott because that means he's going to have to try and keep pace. And all it takes is he can, he can play great like he always does and put the numbers up, but what do we see against San Francisco when he had to put the ball up in the air to try and keep pace? We saw the turnovers come over, and that's how it'd be judged. And now all interceptions mm-hmm. are created equally. It, it doesn't mean that it was Dak's fault. We got tip balls, change games. We got deflections. We got guys jumping routes. Try play, but I think it would expose them because they, they can't play a complementary game. What you want to do is limit the, the possessions. You want yeah. to be able to run the football. So that's why I don't believe in them because I don't believe they can run the football. And I believe the defense can get exposed, mm-hmm. which exposes Dak Prescott because he's going to have to put the ball up more than he wants to. So when I look at it and consider everything, and listen, Stephen, I haven't agreed with um, Lewis a lot today. We've been arguing since like 8 o'clock. But when you, when you consider context <laughs> matters, right? You say what the record is on the road. Mm-hmm. You have to consider the competition on the road. He played two of the best football teams on the road. Well,
0: well, I That's, that. That's a good wait, point. Wait, wait, no, 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 not totally. Here's why Molly. He I just, right just, and I know Molly trying to come to your defense. That's good. It's not going to work. <laughs> it's not going to work though. Because here's the reason why. And I knew, I saw Lewis, Mr. Tipperdale's nodding his head in affirmation, agreeing with you both. Of y'all are wrong about this okay. because what I'm pointing to is not just the road. The level of competition yes. that they went against on the road is the level against. of competition mm-hmm. that they're going to be—that's going to be waiting for them come playoff time. The scrubs that they beat yeah. at AT and T Stadium but- with Dak Prescott. Dropping back into the pocket, ordering hot dogs, but, calling his honey, but, telling them what time he'll be home and all of this other stuff before he even throw a damn pass. But it's a but flaw- that ain't the conditions but, that is going to be
2: waiting for him a, from playoff time. But they went toe-to-toe with Philadelphia, and Philadelphia is a flawed team, too, that yeah. we saw escape last week against an inferior opponent. Yeah, what do you uh, say to them going to that? What do you say the say to that? They what struggled, they went went struggled last, no, last up, week. No, hold up, hold up. What Don't even... Say.
1: What do you well, say that they went toe to toe with the Philadelphia well, Eagles? A lot of people have the Philadelphia to Eagles going to the you. Super Bowl.
0: Congratulations to you! I never heard toe to toe before. She said toe to toe. That's the new one. She to- she's don't be trying to read the red flag. Don't be trying
1: to read the red flag. Don't be trying. I know exactly what you're doing. Stay focused and answer the question.
0: I'm always focused. First of all, back I was there. I was there in person on the sidelines for the game. I saw it, and I'm here to tell you something right. Right yeah. now what the final results what i want to hear all that toe-to-toe they were toe-to-toe when they lost to the san francisco in the playoffs a couple of years no, ago it. they still lost i don't give a damn they still went home they only got to do is win by one but I, but uh, so what they're gonna make it oh i'll give it to y'all oh, I excuse me Phil, Philly's on a philly didn't right get
1: now. any lucky breaks this year
0: well, I some they, things they, didn't they go Philly's did, way. They, 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 that they, could, they, they, they couldn't have you, lost some games. Let me tell you what didn't happen to Philly. Oh, it didn't or happen. What didn't happen to Dak, rather yes. than that happened to Philly. Justin, uh, Jay, you know, Jalen Hurts was walking around hurt half the season. That wasn't Dak Prescott this year.
1: Okay, that's fair.
2: Yeah, but the same yeah. thing make you laugh, make you cry, I right? Think, and, yeah. and, and Philly has been hey playing man, a dangerous hey. game. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Lewis.
3: See, look, you... Do you believe that players continue to evolve and ascend? Do you think that that is just gonna like, just because of what has happened to them in the past means it's yeah. automatically what's gonna happen to them in the future? Have yeah. you seen how their red zone offense, although last night it wasn't, it wasn't perfect. Chris Candy's going, they were only 50%. Well, what do you want them to be 100% in the red zone? <laughs> so they, okay, so they weren't perfect last night. Look, they are ascending offensively. Lewis, the only Lewis, question I've go to for you the last couple right years is that the same
0: thing. You said the same thing. And I said no. to you, Louis, I said what? to you on many occasions, be patient. You know, just Jack wait because January's going to arrive and what? Uh, paws going to get sweaty. Backsides going to get tight. Now you got to live up. You've oh, so, been bro- oh, so, oh. about all oh. regular seasons, and they go so wrong. You and I ain't is, been wrong yet. They, they lead the NFL is. in
1: points per game. You, you know, you They know, did last year. You know yeah. Dak's they playing. They did last year. Okay, but you and know Dak's playing a little better this year. You know that.
0: Dak is an MVP candidate. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Dak, last year, did but, you say that?
0: Religiously, yeah. Dak Prescott has performed yeah, in true. a regular season, especially the month
1: of December. That's okay. his best all right. month. right, I'm done with you. Yes or no answers here. Bart, is Seattle making the playoffs? Yes. Lewis. Yes. Steven? There is
3: no.
0: No, there is no such thing as being done with Stephen A. on first take. I just
2: want to make that for the
1: record. You know, okay. Well, we actually it, are. We're actually taking a, this commercial, is a commercial break. break.
2: Even, but you're not done yeah. with me. A, well, I'll be back. Even, yeah. back. even a blind squirrel finds a nut. How yeah. about that?
4: <laughs> yeah. Dead clock writes twice a day. <laughs> yeah. Great one liners, guys.
1: your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call one 800 DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day.
4: Brought to you by the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles in everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges and a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. Unlock a whole new world of travel with a Capital One Venture X card. What's in your wallet? Term supply, lounge access is subject to change. See CapitalOne.com for details.
1: Red takes. let's get it. Shea Gilders alexander scored 33 as the Thunder beat LeBron and the Lakers 133-110. S.A., thoughts on this lopsided loss?
0: Well, it's not just this one. It's also feeding off a blowout loss to the Philadelphia 76ers this week before you had a bye game essentially by playing the Detroit Pistons. Um, And the two losses for the Lakers this week to the, to the Sixers and now Oklahoma City, they've lost by a combined 67 points they shoot 29% from three-point range in those losses, which is bad. We know they're shorthanded. They've got about nine players miss a total of 64 games on the injured list this season already. So we understand that. But for me personally, the story here is the Oklahoma City Thunder. Shea Gilgis Alexander is a star. Let's get that out the way. We've been talking about Wimbignan, by the way. Chet Ongu can ball. This brother is, I mean, he can ball. And so I'm looking at the youth on Oklahoma City, uh, the fresh legs, the athleticism. Um, this is a team that is no joke, and we better all take stock, pay attention. Sam Presti has done an exceptional job in building this team. I think that it would be nice to see them get over the hump and finally win a championship since with the great players that he's had in that organization over the years. But the man clearly knows what he's doing. He's one of the elite executives in this game, and they got it. I mean, I like Oklahoma City a lot. Do, do they remind you of the
2: OKC that had
0: Durant, Westbrook? No, I wouldn't go that far. Athleticism. No, they don't remind me of that. Not yet. When you talk about KD and Russell Westbrook and a young Russell Westbrook with James Harden, no, I wouldn't go that far. But these brothers are really, really good. They are on the come up. Keep them together for a while if you can afford to. They got more assets than almost anybody. Do they? Maybe pulling some of those chips. I think that's what you have to do unless you're going to build through the draft because ain't nobody trying to come to OKC as a free agent. I can <laughs> tell you that.
1: <laughs> All right, we'll keep it rolling here, guys. Back to the NFL. Uh, the highlight of the Week 13 slate, of course, an NFC Championship rematch between the 49ers and the Eagles, San Fran, forced to play multiple QBs in that game as Philly won 31-7 to advance to the Super Bowl. If Purdy and Hurts stay healthy for the game, we could be in for a real treat. both enter on a roll with Purdy second in the league in QBR and Hurts having recorded multiple touchdowns in 10 consecutive games tied for an Eagles record. Philly entering the game with an NFL best 10-1 record, but it hasn't been all smooth sailing recently as they've won each of the last four games despite trailing at halftime in each of them. And they better get off to a good start because right now ESPN Bet has the 49ers, the road team, as a three-point favorite, so that's really a six-point favorite. That would be the largest home underdog role in the regular season by a 10-1 team with their primary starting quarterback. That being said, Bart, Who's playing better this season? Is it Jalen Hurts to Brock Purdy?
2: I would say Jalen Hurts. Now, I know, like, you know, Brock Purdy, the gaudy numbers, and I'm sure Lewis is going to, you know, put them all out there. But, you know, Brock Purdy, we saw who he was when, you know, Trent Williams and Debo Samuels went down. They still had enough players for him to play at a high level. We watched him struggle when he had to go through his progressions when number one or number two or Shanahan couldn't dial him up and draw him up wide open completions. Now, he's played at a much... Much better level than I think people, you know, gave him credit for last year. I think he was just a product of his environment, which most quarterbacks are. But Jalen Hurts has found ways to win. I think he's getting a little bit more healthier. I think he was, he seemed like he was a little bit injured early in the season with the knee and the ankle and he's starting to come to form. But Philadelphia is living dangerously. But if I had to pick who was playing better, I would say Hurts because I know his ceiling is a lot higher than Brock Purdy. And you know, we know that you don't stay healthy in the NFL. And if, Trent Williams goes down or Debo Samuels goes down and everything isn't perfect in that environment. I don't know if Brock Purdy can elevate the play of everybody else around him to fill up those gaps. I know that Jalen Hurts is a plus multiplier. Best player in the Super Bowl last year. Go ahead, Lewis. Mm. Look, we're not talking
3: about which player has the highest ceiling. We're talking about which player is playing best right now. And Brock Purdy, you'd have you'd be hard-pressed to find over the past 20 years anybody playing at an efficiency level as high as brock purdy's playing right now the numbers just bear it out and subjectively when you throw on the tape i don't think everything that's happening in this offense is just a simply a matter of well kyle shanahan is dialing up to where number one is always open and all he has to do is throw it to him no, Brock is playing at a much more advanced level than that. This is the guy who is definitely a great decision maker, a full field reader, a guy who can throw from different platforms, a guy who has better escapability and ability to throw on the move than you give him credit for. And one of the things I think that he shows at a very advanced level is the anticipation with which he throws, especially on those in breakers 15, 20 yards down the field, coming across the middle. He throws those like old style Kurt Warner, greatest show on turf quarterback play. He's playing at that kind of level. And think about it like this. This guy has the kind of completion percentage that he has, and he's averaging over nine yards per attempt. He's almost a full yard ahead of number two of the guy who's in second place. He's pushing the rock down the field and he's pushing it down the field with tremendous accuracy I'm not taking anything away from Jalen Hurts I said last year that this year he would be in the conversation as a top two or three quarterback in the NFL and he's right there he's gonna it's gonna be nip and tuck down the line as far as who wins this MVP of whether it be him Dak Patrick Mahomes you can't forget about him either all these guys are going to be in here at the end but right now Brock Purdy is dealing The thing about it, though, and Dan Graziano alluded to this earlier, the thing that's going to hold Brock Purdy back is not how he's playing. It's that people are going to look for every reason not to give it to him, namely where he was drafted, number two, who he's playing for, number three, they're going to say it's Brandon Ayuk, it's George Kittle, it's Debo Samuel, it's Christian McCaffrey, it's not Brock. You could put any quarterback in there and they do the same thing. No, I don't believe you could. I think this guy right now, you have to give him credit for what he's doing, and he's playing at an historically good level.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying, uh, Louis Riddick. It's going to be because we're looking at somebody else other than him. We're going to look at Ayuk. We're going to look at Christian McCaffrey. We're going to look at Debo. You know? We're going to talk about the play calling of Kyle Shanahan. And we're going to take credit away from Brock Purdy. So I guess we get to ignore the fact that he didn't look this, that great in that three-game loser streak against Cincinnati, Minnesota, and Cleveland when there was no Debo, Jordan or Trent Williams. You're just going to ignore that, huh? I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna do that. I know that Brock Purdy is having an exceptional season. If, 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 obviously, if we're looking at Jalen Hurts as an MVP candidate, we need to look at Brock Purdy that way as well. I'm not denying that by any stretch of the imagination. Not anybody could come in and fill those shoes. We, what we have seen, whether it's it's uh, uh, it's Mullins or it's whoever the hell else that San Francisco had, because I got brain, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo and others. We've seen Kyle Shanahan turn average quarterbacks into something better than that. We got that. Jimmy G. They went to the Super Bowl with him for crying out loud. We get that. But in the end, all I'm saying to you is this. I'm not trying to imply that anybody can be Brock Purdy, but I didn't I'm not going to be blind to what I saw during that three-game losing streak. I'm not going to be blind to seeing how, how much he struggled. I'm not going to be blind to this specific statistic, Lewis. When we talk about Jalen Hurts, we talk about him excelling and elevating his level of play when a game is tied or when he's trailing. With Brock Purdy, he's a front runner. When they're in the lead, he plays much better than what he does when they are tied or they are trailing. We have to take that into consideration as well. Again, as you would say, that's not to knock him, not to denigrate him in any way. It's not to look at him and say he doesn't deserve to be a quarterback. It doesn't deserve to be respected for the job that he did. But we can look at him and say, okay, would I rather have somebody who elevates Mm -hmm. uh, uh, under pressure and and under duress, like when a game is tied or they're trailing, or do I want somebody that only excels when they're front running?
3: I, you know what, though? I'll tell you what. Go back and look at that Cleveland game, okay. that Minnesota game, that Cincinnati game, and you look at some of the throws that Brock made in the fourth quarter, when they're in the second half and fourth quarter when they were behind, and the interceptions in particular, the routes he was trying to throw – and really, he got himself into trouble with, for the exact same reason against Cleveland. Cleveland, one of the throws, he was trying to throw to Ayuk, and it was off target. I think it was Ayuk, and it was off target. Against Cincinnati, he's trying to throw that in-breaker again, and he doesn't pick up Logan Wilson dropping underneath him. These are all things that, for me, don't don't mean that he can't elevate when the game is on the line and when he's behind and when he doesn't have all his best players. These are all teachable moments that say to me, look, I think going forward, He will go ahead and correct those situations and he won't make those mistakes again. Because I think he's already shown that level of football aptitude. Meaning, I'll learn from what I've done in the past. I had a three-game tough stretch. I bet you I won't make those mistakes going forward. The same way Jalen Hurts has learned from mistakes that he has made all during his career to the point where now he's ascended to the very, very top of the MVP conversation. So for Brock, I'm saying, look, I understand what you're saying about that three-game stretch. And many people will point to it. And people will say, second half, fourth quarter, when you're behind, if you don't have all your weapons, you ain't going to be as good. Well, what quarterback is, quite honestly? What quarterback is is going to be as good as he is when he has all of his weapons? That's being slick, no. that no. <laughs> slick, Lewis. That's being slick, Lewis. No, 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 no,
2: no.
0: I'm not being slick. You, you point no, to no, guys. No, no, you say that you want to judge them under direct. Everybody you you've religiously told me listen I keep trying I to tell trying to y'all, y'all hold, on, hold on I keep trying to tell y'all I'm brilliant because I know I'm not I listen to those who are and I learn I've been listening to you talk football I've been listening to you I, y'all teach me football I'm trying to tell you, I'm listening to y'all all all the damn time. How many times have I called you Lewis? Yo man, this is what I'm thinking. What'd you think about this? Because this is what I'm seeing. What are you seeing? Lewis Riddick break it down for me. You know, good and damn well, there have been a thousand (laughs) occasions where you sat up there and said, look, you got to give credit where credit is due. You can do it or you can. not And the fact that this person did it is great. But as the season wanes, duress kicks in adversity, kicks in how you handle that. Tells us who you are, and what I'm saying to you is there's nothing wrong with us saying Brock Purdy. Yeah. That's what we need to say. Context matters. He's going this way though. He's going this way. Okay. He, he's he's okay. going this way. He,
2: he's going that
0: way. But but Jalen Hurts is already there, fresh off of a Super Bowl appearance, and came out here and was on one leg, still finding ways to win games without, for the Philadelphia Eagles. Lane
2: Johnson as well. That's right, so, so we wait, I'm Johnson. hold on, dude. Hold on,
3: dude. Hold on, hold on. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Who has more interceptions? Lewis, I'm who, has, Hurts. who has a better? Hurts. Brett Purdy has a three to two. Who has a three?
0: Listen. Who has more interceptions? Who has a better touchdown interception ratio right now? Brett has, has more interceptions, has less touchdown throws. Hey, Lewis, who has more weapons? I don't know about that. I think it, no, 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 oh, no. So you know oh. you got first oh, right there. No, 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 right no, no, no. It's not. I think it's, it's not, even. Bart. It's, it's wait, wait, It's wait, wait, not. Bart, 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 it's not. Bart, don't who you, do that. Who, Bart, Who not do that. part. What tight end you taking? Excuse me. Excuse me. Now it's Kittle. Okay. When Dallas Goddard was there, I mean, it was nipping tuck the way he was playing. Now what, what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, who are you taking over? Who they,
3: are you taking over? AJ Brown. That's right. you ain't talking nobody over AJ Brown. But Debo ain't Who are you taking over?
0: Devontae Smith. I'm taking I'm taking Debo over Devontae Smith. I'm taking Debo over Devontae Smith as well, and I like Devontae Smith. Yeah, I mean, but I am taking Debo they, over they, him. Who, McCaffrey that, McCaffrey
2: is the best weapon out of all of them. McCaffrey is the best skill position player. And the reason why all those areas where he throws those 15 yard in routes and out routes and all that stuff, all that real estate he gets to, to take advantage of is because McCaffrey is a grown ass man who can do everything. You got to put that eighth man in a box. He allows him to operate with that type of real estate. The issue is if one of those guys goes down, can Brock Purdy take, you know, continue to carry the load? We didn't see him carry the load when Debo went down and Trent Williams went down. We know that this is a battle of attrition. If one of those guys goes down and those windows become smaller, do you have more confidence in Brock Purdy to find those windows? Do you have more confidence in Jalen Hurts to find those windows and being able to win the game any means necessary? Because Jalen Hurts has an opportunity to win the game with his legs, something that Brock Purdy can't do. So if I'm saying who can win and who do I trust okay. more, who's playing better, I'm going to say Jalen Hurts. I know that wasn't the original question. And we're going to find out what San Francisco really okay, feels like, no, about Brock Purdy in the near future when it comes time to pay him his cash. Because the reason why oh, everybody's boy. so great around him is because he makes 100000 hundred thousand, nine hundred thousand $900,000. That's pocket change to Stephen A. That's why you look at the fact that they can go out and get a, a youth check, <laughs> who's a luxury piece. They can go out and get kittles. They get, they got five pro bowl Skill position players. We're gonna find out what they feel about him and his skill set when it comes time to show him the money. Okay.
3: All right. Well, you <laughs> I was <drawing> that. <laughs> oh, you, 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 you're making it sound you're making it sound, like sudden, you're making it sound like okay, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're making it sound like all of a sudden, like somewhere, way, you know, in, in the past or right now, I'm saying Jalen Hurts ain't all that. I've been saying that. My point is no, you, though right now. Brock lie. Purdy is playing at a okay. historically
1: efficient level. So but what you're is the name that approved to you?
2: To me, not much. I, I believe that San Francisco is a better. I believe that San Francisco a better football team. You know, they, they they have more depth at the position. What happens is you look at one team that has. What if the stars. Niners smoke them. I think the Niners are going to smoke them, but I, I don't. I don't know. Like Styles make fights, and I think this is a a, a great stylistic stylistic um, matchup, but I just think right now it's more depth. Until they make the decision, maybe get Shaq Leonard, they, they, they're struggling with more stopping a where? run in Philadelphia. Well, I think Philadelphia struggles stopping a run. I so think is, uh, San, so San a Francisco right now. Yeah, but, but they still have dudes at the second level. They got impact players when you consider the linebacker play that they get, you know, from Greenlaw. Well, what know, about second Philly secondary? They're porous. They're poor. Listen, right. listen, Philadelphia, listen, it's a reason why San Fran is a favorite. I think San Fran, when healthy, is the best team in the NFC. The problem is every time they get to the playoffs, just like Dallas, something always goes wrong. Somebody mm-hmm. gets hurt, whether it's Jimmy G, whether last year is every quarterback yeah. they had on their roster. Can they stay we healthy? Because they stay healthy,
1: they should be there. Absolutely. I can't wait for this one. 4.30. Better be sitting still. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Caram, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. The NFL schedule drops this week. And you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is always a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day, whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement. Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by categories, like fragrance, handbags, and more. Or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, Samsung, smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day's May 12th, and it'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Thanks so much for listening to the pod and have a fabulous day. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive All right. So, fresh off upsetting the NFC North-leading Lions on Thanksgiving Day, the Packers will welcome Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs to Lambeau Field for a primetime matchup Sunday Night Football, with plenty at stake for both teams. That being said, it is time for sportsbook predictions. Bart Scott, you're up first. Uh, will Mahomes throw for more less than 264 and a half yards against the Packers?
2: More. This ain't the Detroit Lions, and that that defense on the other side of Kansas City doesn't get the credit that it deserves. It's definitely going to be more. He's going to see the Barcy this week. This is the cream of the cream, the best um, that the AFC has offered. You can go ahead and ring that in for more.
0: I think so as well. I think he will because I think that he's going to get more bites at the apple against this Green Bay offense. The defense is going to get is going to lock you down to some degree. You're going to get more opportunities, and I think he's going to be flinging that football around. Field.
1: It's going to be an interesting matchup, Bart. Will Christian McCaffrey run for more or less than 72 and a half yards against the Eagles?
2: More. It's a reason why the Eagles are in the market for an upgraded linebacker position because they've been struggling stopping a run. And Christian McCaffrey is the most dynamic uh, runner we have in this game, not just with his arm, I mean, with his. Oh, running ability, but also with his catching ability. They're going to exploit this, and you know, just like we knew about Bland yesterday, who was exposed on national television. Get used to Cunningham and Nicholas Morrow, because, uh, like Billy the Kid used to say, Chris McCaffrey makes it famous.
0: I agree. I think he's going to get more than seventy-two and a half and a half yards against this Philadelphia Eagles defense. That's not to say I don't think they're going to do a decent enough job against the run. I think they're going to try to make Brock Purdy beat them. You don't want Christian McCaffrey running all over you, but he's too gifted not to get 72 and a half yards rushing, considering what he brings to the table.
1: Bart, right, how about Miami? Will Tyreek Hill go for more or less than 97 and a half receiving yards against the commanders?
2: More. It's, it's funny that we're talking about the MVP candidates and we're not mentioning Tyreek Hill's name. Yo, he's gonna, he's on his path to, two, to um, 2000. And this is where you get fat. You get fat when you have homecoming. And I think Tua's gonna understand that assignment and they're gonna do everything they can do to make sure this is a 200 to, you know, 200 to 220 day for Tyreek Hill as he's on his, on that mission to try and be um, a 2000 yard receiver. First one in um, the NFL history. Brother Spectacular.
0: I mean, that wouldn't surprise me at all if he had 200 yards receiving against the Commanders, because I don't think the Commanders want to play football. Already. Oh, they already shipped I, the truck. I, they they've already shipped the truck. They already planned their vacation. They know where they're going, mom. <laughs> they know where they're going. They know where they're going. They're going New Year's Eve and all this stuff. They they know where they're going to be at. They are done. I think that they've quit on themselves. Uh, and and it wouldn't surprise me at all if the Dolphins
2: just destroyed them. All right. South Beach is undefeated too.
1: Yeah, no. Problem. Well, this ain't in South Beach
0: well, I mean, though. I mean,
2: this is mean, I mean, I mean, Nation's I mean, I mean, Capital. Well, Chocolate City, city real ain't true. a bad option.
0: <laughs> no, no,
1: no. Heart Scott, thank you for being with us. You got to go do radio.
4: And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream Direct TV satellite free. You see this? A family watching baseball on Direct TV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel?
1: Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on Direct TV makes up for your mother not preaching you and your sunflower seeds.
4: Direct TV has the most MLB games. Call one eight hundred Direct TV. Based on total games carried on sports networks, sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply.